It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. I am making a sweeping declaration, Xavier. Okay, we're going to say. Sweeping declaration. This, this will be good. Mm-hmm. A million to one for the grand final to be in Melbourne. It's going to Perth. Yeah. Oh, no, I think, I think, I reckon, I reckon you locked that in, Britt. Yeah. In yeah. racing terms, I'd say it's a dollar ten. I would say so. Sure thing for sure tomorrow. Mm. Uh, and a good and a good thing for WA. We, the only thing that could be possibly blocking it would be Martin Adelaide. McGowan. No, 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 or, not or even Adelaide. Adelaide. Don't worry about what? Adelaide. Okay. It'd be simply... We've got a new state-of-the-art yeah. stadium. You'd be stupid not to have it. And a footy state. It'd be All our listeners in the no. uh, city of churches, they get a bit grumpy. They like their stadium. They <laughs> like their scoreboard a lot, Britt. Mate, have you Adelaide seen the scoreboard? Oval. Adelaide yeah. Oval's a ripper, Mick. Yeah. Absolute it's ripper. not like Optus. No, yep. well, I don't mind the hill. I've had a fair cut. I've cut the good <laughs> knocks on the hill. I'll give you the tip. Uh Woo. Remember that game where <laughs> remember that game where uh, uh, Harry Taylor gave um, he now plays at Geelong that ham. Remember he ran around with ham in his pocket. Um, yeah, yeah, and no, in his sock. Yeah, in his, his sock. sock uh, Wait, what? Yeah, so Harry Taylor played a game of footy and he was playing on Josh Jenkins. Yeah, mm. and Josh Jenkins had had apparently some food poisoning during the week <laughs> oh, with some ham or something. Oh, no. Harry Taylor, who we love and who's uh, living up north in uh, Northampton, Geraldton region as we speak. Kicking goals. Yeah, absolutely. Kicking hot dogs left, right and centre. He went to uh, the local, uh, went butcher. to the IGA and went to the butcher. <laughs> grabbed a, a, some half cold a, meats. Half a kilo, went to the cold meat section, grabbed half a kilo of ham, oh, stuffed, it down, <laughs> stuffed it down his socks. Oh, that is the best. And then when he went to shake, um, who, oh, I'm sorry, Josh, Josh Jenkins' Josh Jenkins' hand. He had inside his hand oh, a is... whole lot of ham. And there's nothing worse. If you've been sick from food, the sight of the food will make you actually so that, hurl. That's the only reason why I remember I was at the Adelaide Oval for a game of football. Is it's, it's and there was the ham game and Harry Taylor, Taylor um, passed so the ham So you think on. because you've got that good memory, that's why they should have the grand final. Yeah, that's the Perfect only memory I've got from that trip to Adelaide. <laughs> not very often on this show we do straighten up. We often take the mickey, but... Uh, the big story bubbling away in the AFL at the moment, of course, is involving former captain uh, of the Adelaide Crows, Taylor Walker, who has been suspended for six weeks, fined uh, $20,000 for an incident involving a Robbie Young from North Adelaide in the SANFL uh, and a racial slur at that game over the last weekend. Britt Taylor, what have mm. you made of the uh, the incident involving Tex Walker? I'm just so surprised, to yeah. be honest, given how much education there is particularly in the AFL, mm. in society, everyone's learning. And uh, I think we've all, we all know what's right and wrong when it comes to that space. But the AFL in particular, there is just so much education. There are so many Indigenous players within the competition yeah. that are constantly uh, educating their fellow teammates and, and other people in the AFL that I'm just so shocked that someone particularly of sort of Texas mm. standing has... Made narrow like this. It's, it's funny, Mick. I find the six weeks and, and the 20000 donation to a charity over in South Australia, is it light on? Is it not light on? Mm. I actually don't care. Like, yep. whether it's a week, six weeks, 12 months, he, that's something he's a long way back now, Tex Walker. Like, that is going to mark his career for a lot longer than a six-week suspension. Mm. How, how have you seen it play out? Absolutely. Oh, I think off, off the top, I think Adelaide, the Adelaide Footy Club, have handled it really, really well. Yeah. They, there's probably... Um, there was an opportunity, I think, there for them. Could they, you know, push it to the side and keep it within the four walls? But they went to the AFL and opened up the well, integrity the investigation. Official, yeah, yeah. Who, so, who eventually who heard it? Yeah, yeah. And it's so uh, I've got to you got to tip your cap to them the way they've handled it, and you know, understanding it's going to be uncomfortable for them. They've mm. had a history that the camp, the infamous camp um, at the end of two thousand seventeen into twenty eighteen, has opened them up, and they knew that 
the world would have been coming at them, and in particular Matthew Nix and what he said, um, you know, really gave it a, a great level of uh, great level of gravity. Well, we've got uh, Matty Nix here speaking yesterday, and in this instance, it's not a lack of education. We, we've got no excuse. Um, in our industry, we have we have the best education around this space of, of anyone in society. We've we have the privilege of playing alongside um, some of the greatest athletes in the world, uh, indige- Indigenous athletes. Um, I've been lucky enough to, myself to do that. Um, sorry. Um, it's um, it's it's times like this you want to. Yeah, you make phone calls to people you played alongside and you, you apologise to them. You just want to look them in the eye and be able to say, we've got your back. And um, that's hard to do at the moment, but that's what we're doing. We're, we're sticking strong. Yeah, so there's Matthew Nix um, fronting up. And again, further to my point, they have got, got on the front foot and handled it tremendously. Xavier mm. made a great point. Six, six weeks, 16 weeks. Whatever it was, whatever the financial, it it's a side product of, okay, let's continue to educate mm. because, as you say, Britt, AFL players and professional athletes, they're educated at nausea. They, they know it. They're, they're no aware. better educated uh, a group of uh, young men in Australia. No. There's, and, no better, there's no better group. And the, the online stuff, that will continue to come, and, and we don't like it and we hate it, but the peop- people outside professional environments aren't as educated as what Taylor Walker is, and he's he's got a fall on his sword, go away, and it's going to be you know a huge amount of soul searching and, and remorse and 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 putting his attitude back together and, and getting back to work on action and, and showing you know his his true character. He's not a bad guy, no. and he's made a slip, but it's a fairly significant slip. I think too, if we're looking for a silver lining in something like this, it's that it creates conversation. Mm. So we're here talking today. Other people, you know, but when it happens to someone of Texas standing, Texas caliber, that everyone takes notice of what's going on and it just makes everyone accountable and hopefully Mm. to the lesser educated, the people who aren't as fortunate to sit in seminar after seminar Mm. within the AFL and and learn what's uh, right and wrong and and what not, that we open up a conversation. Yeah, Sonny Sonny was on the education path yesterday. I did read uh, Michael O'Loughlin, who would have played with Matty Nick, say, but it's not on the Indigenous boys to educate. Mm. It's on those who are uneducated. To educate themselves. It's not on the Indigenous, you know, there's four Indigenous players at Adelaide. It's not their responsibility to educate. Mm -hmm. It is the person who is uneducated to go and get some education and ask the questions that need to be asked or you're unsure of with those. But when they say, you know, it's not on the Indigenous player to sit down and educate these players. So it's an interesting uh, affair Mm -hmm. that's going on in Adelaide at the moment. As I said, six weeks, $20,000 for Tex Walker involving incident with Robbie Young. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota. We've spoken about it multiple times, Britt. You are West Coast Eagles cheer squad nuff, but you're also <laughs> an Olympic nuff. You yeah. absolutely love it. You haven't missed a moment. And on our group chat yesterday, just randomly out of the blue, two or three things were mentioned, which um, I would put in or you would put in or Mick, you would put in, and we didn't agree. No, there was a bit, there's a bit of debate going on in this group message. Now, you're a very positive person, and mm-hmm. I'm a very negative person Correct. about some things. So. I just don't, and I I find it interesting the stance you take occasionally because you mm-hmm. you're not for participation awards, but no. we're going to get to a couple of the topics and we're going to discuss where we sit on either the sport, the decision, or the people involved. Bit of hay in or nay. Yeah, so we're going to start with this sport. Oh, 
athletes are awake. They are neck and neck with the first start this one. Great race the line. Daniel Corbin. Oh, he slipped. And Corbin can slip in. Oh! Rock climbing. Firstly, uh, did rock, you understand uh, one uh, word uh, of that just then? That, that, that is the commentary. It was six <laughs> seconds. Make six seconds. You say their name, shout something in the middle, and they hit a buzzer. And you're all done. Rock climbing. Love it. Outrageously ridiculous, Mick. We need to look into our commentary, I think, for the rock climb. I know it's six seconds, but you can't just support. A bit more uh, description of what is actually happening. It's only six rock, seconds. Rock climbing can go. Can no. go, Brick. That can, so that can... skillful. Uh, and and <laughs> straight up the wall, the, the speed, they're little ninjas up the wall, and then they go to the bouldering where it's all technical. Yeah, so you love it. Love it. It's a no for me. The next one, moving on, <laughs> this moment in the Olympics. Confirmation of the jump off. They're going to share it. They're going to share it. They decided to share it. They're going to share it. So there you go. Oh, and Britt, you wrote in the group chat, I absolutely love that That's they split the medal. top five moments of the Olympics for <laughs> yeah, me. Uh, who knew they could do it first of no, all? No, no, because you can't do it. No, but if you finish in a dead heat in the athletics, if you yeah. are in the 100-metre sprint and you run across the line at the exact same time, what happens? No, well, that's the point. Why, why wouldn't... Why what wouldn't, happens? Why wouldn't why is it different? eight sprinters in the 100-metre final just hug each other and cross the line at the same time? No, then they're all gold that's medal not winners. my question. My question is if two people cross the skill. line at the exact same time, what happens? Very it's unlikely they both, happen. it, it was unlikely that no, the, they couldn't separate the high jumpers. They should tr- try. What, they should go back to the 100-metre yeah. start yeah, and sprint I, and again? I like, I like to draw on the quotes of Ross Lyon. Oh. Here we go. Try and lift the lid. These two didn't lift the lid. Yes, yeah. they won a gold medal. Congratulations. So if you but... two were in that situation, you'd go, let's have a jump off? Would you no, go, well, you know what, I'll take my gold so medal So what about the run. bronze medalist who cleared the same height as well? But that's not how it works because it goes on a count back. I know that. But you've got to plough on. You can't split the medal. Mm. I understand why the Italian guy took the gold, $230,000 exactly. in Exactly. Mick, yep. so no for you. No for me. Two no no's. For me. I work with Grinches. All right. Now, of course, in uh, soccer, hockey, and many sports, it comes down to the finishing moments penalty shootout. And Fairness delivers again. It was just his night. It was just Belgium's night. A gold medal for the first time in Olympic hockey for the team. Britt, you hate penalty shootouts. I don't like it. They're too stressful. I don't like that it, the onus all comes down to one person. I don't like it. Just make it extra time or next goal wins. Slick Mick? I like it. Yeah, I, I definitely them. like it. It's it, the drama, the theatre. If Australia... Brit's about to walk out. But, um, <laughs> yeah. no, I like the one-on-one concept of it, the, the tension, the anxiety. It's great. Oh, I love that it falls on someone to be a hero and someone to be a loser. Absolutely love penalty shootouts. Oh. And Brit's walked out as we speak. <laughs> This motorsport update is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Absolutely love chatting to Rusty. And, of course, if you do want some more motorsport, grab Rusty's Garage on the listener app. What a wonderful podcast that is. And what a wonderful morning to say good day to Rusty. Good morning. They've met. Um, uh, Brick, oh, let me do that again. My, my, I'm a little bit tongue-tied <laughs> today, aren't I? So, Xavier, uh, Brick, good morning to you all. Yes, fantastic. Um, lots happening in motorsport, man, despite the fact that there's not a huge amount of racing happening on the domestic scene. Well, that's right, mate. The uh, the, super scar, the supercar schedule has been rejigged. <laughs> I've got your bug. Uh, mate, uh, <laughs> tell us about the business. The business is up for sale. Well, a stake of it is yeah. uh, a lot of these things you can appreciate are commercially in confidence. Some talk of a bit by the Australian Racing Group, who I do a little bit of commentary for. Um, I don't know the you know workings of that, but they're as a business, they're behind the scenes. They've got a strong mix of of racing people, of business people, 
Uh, some very clever operators there. And they've got some of the best categories in the country that they run very efficiently as a product. So that's a, a strong bid. Um, the other reported one involves the legend, Mark Scape. And some talk in the press this week of high-profile support for that, if that's the case, uh, with the TLA Worldwide Group that he's said to be um, working with on the bid. Um, former Holden Racing Team boss Jeff Greg saying that the business could really um, benefit from their involvement. So during this quiet period, I guess it gives them a chance to look at these things and who knows, maybe rubber stamp it before we get to Bathurst. So there could be a, a change in, in that regard and a bit of a race on at the moment for it. Beautiful. Hey, I'll straighten this up for us, Rusty. What about the legend on Bike 46? <laughs> Valentino Rossi, during the week, said yes. this year will be his last. Mm. Can you believe it? Oh. I mean, we're talking about the Olympics at the moment and the race for gold medals. In, in any athlete's eyes, that's, that's the thing that you aim for. And beyond the Olympic Games, you aim for world championships. His record is remarkable. Seven in MotoGP, the premier class. Add to that another two in the junior classes, 125 and 250. He's 42 years of age now. So you could kind of argue that he's held on a little bit long, but he's got this pure, pure passion for bikes and racing even still. Some talk that he may go car racing. For me, he is a bit like the modern-day Barry Sheen. For all the success that he's had with different manufacturers and world titles and so on, we've loved the character that he's brought to the game off the track as well. And we may not see the likes of that, I don't think, anyway, in um, in my lifetime. Very, very special and, and amazing to think that he's finally hanging up the helmet. Yeah, what an incredible career it has been. Hey, Rusty, Formula One are having their mid-season break, but everyone's mm. still talking about that crash from a few weeks ago between Hamilton and Verstappen. But Lewis seems like he's not too bothered with all of this backlash mm, from the no, fans. Exactly, Britt. And, and uh, it's it sort of... Um, uh, you know, kept smouldering, if you like, at the last round before the break in, in Hungary. So in qualifying, uh, Lewis was booed by the crowd so mm. much so that uh, his teammate Valtteri Bottas kind of, in his interviews, you know, called for calm from the, the crowd, yeah. more or less, and said it was out of line. Lewis says he's eating it up. He's not worried about it. <laughs> if anything, it, it, he's kind of feeding on it, which you'd expect from a from mm. like a legend, a many-time world champion like that. Um, got the lead in the Drivers' Championship, but it's going to be a heck of a fight once they return from the break. That it is. Hey, Rusty, the finally, let's take it off the track. The biggest moment <laughs> in Australian motorsport for the whole week happened on reality TV. Lachlan's a winner in Beauty and the Geek. Oh, Geek and Beak oh. or whatever it's called. Yeah. Can you? Can you believe this? So he and Kira Johnson walk away with 100K. They split that between them. Jeez. He's uh, and, been and a, a, a PR... Yeah, don't yeah, forget the love. But in addition to that, I mean, he, he's been involved in PR and still is in the business, does some, some circuit commentary and so on. But the great thing about it, he was just genuine authentic, mm. the Aussie audience lapped that up and the motorsport community really rallied around him. You don't often talk about it in sport, but nice to see mm. a nice guy getting a win. Good he on him. had everyone in tears in the finale. They oh, loved didn't it. Didn't he? I'll, yeah. I'll have to take didn't your he? word for it, Rusty, because I'm certainly not going to be watching <laughs> Geek and Beak or whatever it's called, mate. But if you do Beauty want some more, if you want to head back to more motorsport, of course, grab a Rusty's Garage, the podcast on the listener app. Thanks, Rusty. Have a lovely weekend. You too, guys. Thank you very much. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Mick, you're dancing. You like that song, do you? This, this is paradise. Western Australia is paradise. Yeah. I 
wish this was a visual medium just to see those <laughs> dance moves again. I would probably rather it not, Britt, because none of us would have a job at some stage if we were videoed at all times. Uh, now, uh, Mick, you are, of course, in Melbourne in lockdown. We do mm. feel for you. But the footy is ploughing on, Britt. We have spoken to Mick, uh, to Matty DeBoer earlier this morning about the victory last night for the Giants. There was an incident in the mm-hmm. game last night that led to Paddy Dangerfield spending the night in hospital involving Toby Green. What did you make of it, Britt? Well, I thought the commentators hit the nail on the head as soon as they said, because this is Toby Green, yes. this will be looked at in a different way, and it's so true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel as though he does get the rough end of the stick. Mm-hmm. I didn't, he does. Don't be wrong, a little bit of it was his own fault yeah. early days. But, Mick, how did you see it? I saw it exactly like Chris Scott saw it, and we'll listen to the audio in a second. But we can slow it down and, and take every possible um, view of it and scenario. What could he be thinking? It happens like that. Yeah. Everything like that. looks it's, awful in slow it, motion. It, it is a reaction. He's gone hard at the ball. He's lifted. The, again, the outcome to Paddy Dangerfield will play a significant role in what happens here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, it's just so tricky to have an opinion on it because you do feel for the, the offendee. Um, but I also definitely feel for Toby Green in this circumstance because it's a football action. It's an instinctual action. So you say it's a football action, Mick. You'd know better than anyone in probably in this room, certainly. But you were a, a midfielder who was in the contested situation a lot of the time. Why, why would Toby Green be lifting his arm? Is it to get the handball, get himself, get his arms freed so he's not landing mm. you know, with his head um, you know, to the ground? What Toby yeah. Green lifting the arm? Lifting your arm to get your arms out of the tackle to, to be able to... Release the ball, yeah, yep. is one. The the one it was two players coming at each other directly at each other. So it's my my take on it is it's an instinct action to protect himself. Yep, but also the habits you build in training in terms of those contested situations. Roll the ball in, pick the ball up, lift the ball up. That's yep. all you do at training. You do you do it at nauseam. You roll it in, pick it up, lift your arm so your elbows are, are flying around. So. I'm in Toby's corner, but I think he's in a bit of trouble. I think he'll get a week. So I reckon a he's going to... two? What are we thinking? I'm thinking zero. Britt, zero? I, I honestly think, and we'll, Chris Scott's uh, audio here, straight after the game, they just lost a game which was vitally important to their season, obviously wanting to finish as high as they could. And, and Chris Scott, the way he spoke after the game, I agree with 100%. I just encourage people to look at those things in real time. And... Um, you know, sometimes contact happens that look bad, looks bad in a still or in slow motion or leads to a, um, you know, a, a serious injury. But I don't think that necessarily means that, um, you know, the action in the context of AFL footy um, is as bad as it can look when you magnify these things. Not as bad as it looked mm. when you magnify mm. these things. You can hit pause, slow motion, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Mick, how many weeks for Toby off last night? Yeah, I think you'll get one. But one. as I said, it's I, I do have some sympathy towards it. Got him in the throat mm. as yeah. well. So we've it's a funny we talk sort about, of injury. Yeah, but we talk about is the throat head. But yeah, it was throat. How do we yeah. compare it to buddies? Well, one was in play and one wasn't to start yeah. with. Mm. Um, so one was one was a flailing arm, and yeah. this one yep. was a a, a compacted a footy arm instinct. I would have thought. Yeah, mm. I don't know, Britt. Uh, do you feel as though he's going to be suspended? I time? thought he would watching yeah. it. Live, um, but I take your point on what Chris Scott said. Yeah, I'm glad Chris Scott came out and said that because a lot of people do throw fire on Toby Green and a lot of um, people who watch the game have ill feelings towards Toby through his history. I actually feel as though what he did was part of footy and hopefully he doesn't get a week. And also on top of that, we all hope Dangerfield's good to go again next yep, week. Absolutely. He's out of hospital. Apparently he was resting up last night with the throat. Hopefully he doesn't sound like uh, Darren Lockyer. 
Yeah, Darren. Hopefully his voice is okay. <laughs> Paddy Dangerfield, a star of the competition. Toby Green, a star of the competition. The Dead Set legends have trawled through all of TV, KO, the form guides, and even hit up the North Beach under 10's footy team to give you the best of this weekend's sport. That's right, the weekend sport. Britt, where are you taking us first? I'm looking forward to tonight, Boomers versus Slovenia, the bronze oh. medal match. Boomers need to bounce back, and they were disappointing the other day against the US. The US was running rings around them, so hopefully they've regrouped and they can win us a bronze. Jeez, they're playing against... It's going to be one on five. I, I think Slovenia have the best player in the world, mm. and the Aussies have a few five bench players in the NBA, essentially. It's going to be one on five. What can Luka Doncic do? It's going to be incredible to watch, Britt. I've got a booking. Have you got a time there for 8 it? 8pm tonight. Oh, right. Oh, you beauty. I'll be seeing straight by then. Uh, <laughs> Where, where's your booking? Where's your booking, Zave? Uh, my booking? Mm. What, tonight? Or? Yeah, tonight. You've got a booking watching that. Yes. Beautiful. Good work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, you better um, stay up a little bit later. Bledisloe oh, Cup. Okay. Right actually, not, not a little bit later. It's actually a bit earlier. Bledisloe <laughs> Cup. Australia hasn't won the Bledisloe Cup. For how long do you think? Oh, I'd say 25 years. Oh, just a little bit less than that. 19 years, 19. and I don't think they're going to win it this year, but no. it kicks off uh, today or over the weekend. Uh, Eden Park. Yeah, oh. No more hostile environment. Oh. Eden Park for a struggling Wallabies versus a red-hot All Blacks. So looking forward to that, Xavier and Britt. Oh, I love I love the blood is low, but there's nothing better than the first before the game starts, when the huck is on, yeah. you sit there, the deathly silence, Eden Park, it is going to be something it's to tune very into. very intimidating to be on the other side of that. Well, it's funny. Like I love seeing the Aussies stand there, but they don't move. And I'm like, don't move, don't move. It's in your best interest not, <laughs> not to move forward. Because remember there's a couple of times back in the day where they move forward and move mm, forward. Yeah. And I was like, this is not going to end well no. for the Aussies. We try hard, but it's not going to end well. And you can catch that at 2.30 p.m., okay? I'm you can glad get started you found on that the time. time. Hey, 2.30 you can start, Dave, yep. and then at 8 p.m., oh, you, you, you can bookend it. You yeah, can bookend well, it with Bledisloe and the Fever. So I'm going to have to be watching that on my phone, Mick, on KO, because I'm going to be at the Waffle today. There's a big, big clash playing for top of the table. Claremont v. Subiaco in Claremont at Revo Fitness Stadium. So I'm going to be tuning mm, in I'm thinking, there. I'm thinking my little mate, Brandon Matera, who's building form. He'll get on the end of a couple. He'll get on the end of a couple and uh, Subiaco by two goals. Uh, Claremont for me, mate. The mighty Tigers, they're mm. going to do a job on Subiaco, who I think will win the flag. But anyway, <laughs> that's it for another day. Of course, tune in. Plenty of sport around Perth. Plenty of local sport on... Tap Touch. The race starts when the bet's on. Tap Touch. Better your bet. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. This is Brit's Best. That's right. Always gamble responsibly, but this is the segment Brit's Best, where Brit goes up against myself and Mick. We're raising money, lifelines, every cent, one... Goes to Lifeline, every cent lost, Brit pays for. So that's how we operate. Now, I fly through mine really quickly because no one wants to hear what the boys are doing. But today in the footy, we're going WA's very own Paddy Cripps to have 24 disposals or more. And, of course, Zach Jones, a fan favourite of mine who got me on the scoreboard, uh, to have 27 disposals. So that's to win $163 for Lifeline. Book it in. Beautiful. All now, right. over to you, mate. Two what are we legs. thinking? I like it. Okay. Well, we're changing tact a little bit. Ooh. Don't like to make excuses, but this heavy track has not been working for me. So oh, we're back yeah, on I a know. better deck today. I've got a few messages about it. I know. Before. We yeah. just, they keep running second. I'm I so know. sick of these I horses know. running I second. Know. Anyway, uh, so we're going back to the quaddy. 
And quaddy. we did it about a month okay. ago. It failed. And I've been refining my quaddy technique since then. I've spoken to some of the better quaddy players mm-hmm. I know. And I've changed technique where I'm going really wide. So we oh. only get small percentage. Now, every Saturday I play a quaddy. Every Wednesday I play a quaddy. I've been yeah. sussing out this technique. and it's Have you go- been hitting them? Hitting them okay. well. Well done. And sometimes, <laughs> but, but sometimes because you go so wide, sometimes you don't get much of a no, result. No, they, they ask you to put more money in. But, but you, you play a long game and there was one week that all of a sudden you get a result okay. and then it pays for all the quaddies. So right we're going on. a little bit wider today because it feels like it could be a day where we get a couple mixed results. And these numbers will be up on our socials, uh, Triple M mm. Perth, on Instagram. We'll bang them up. So yeah. don't worry about writing it. Yeah, yeah. Don't Depending worry about writing wide it we're going run out of, You'll run out of ink. Yeah, you might run not have enough ink. So we'll put them up on the socials. Brit, where's the quaddy really quickly? So it's Belmont quaddy. We've yep. got four in the first leg, yep. two, three, six, and ten. In the second leg, one, two, three, six, eleven, thirteen. In the third leg, we've just got the four, three, seven, nine, and six. Yep. And in the last leg, one, two, three, four, and nine. So All I right. will give those to Leachy. So it's, don't Leachy worry about trying to write that down. Leachy will get them on, of course. Down. That is for Lifeline. Uh, and, of course, gamble responsibly again. If you do want to win a Paddy Cripps left 24 and Zach Jones left 27, mm. mark mm. that down. That was Brit's best for Tap Touch. Get a $700 trade-in on selected water heaters when you purchase a new Solar Heart hot water system. Such a pessimist, Xavier Ellis, aren't you? Just such a pessimist. Oh. I've been lifting, I've been rising, and it's been a good product for a couple of weeks. He's me, ready to go. What do they say? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I've been fooled every week, Mick, now for six months. So you go. And I'll, t- I'll tell you who I'm going to try and fool today, Mickey the Master. Ronnie from South Perth. Oh, good morning, Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah, good morning, peeps. How are we? Very well. Rock and Ronnie Burns. He was one of my favourite players growing up. Wasn't Rocky. he? Well, do you remember him, star. Ronnie? Ge- Geelong? Geelong, Geelong and Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, Geelong and Adelaide. Little yeah. goal sneak or number eight. Very good. Yes. Um, do you follow the footy, Ronnie? I like a little bit of footy. I like most sports, so hopefully we are okay. Okay, good. Well, you'll be. it'll be right down your alley. A lot of Olympic questions today. We'll kick it off with question one. And, Ronnie, if you ever run into a little bit of a, a roadblock with any of these questions, you can use this. Well, I'm just waiting for a mate. And Britt or Xavier will help you out, and I'll steer you in the right direction. And I will tell you this for free. Brittany has not missed an event nah. at the Olympics. She wasn't going to come in this morning because she was watching yep. the marathon. Was, uh, I'm not coming in until the girls are finished. <laughs> All right. So, Ronnie, question number one. Name the WA, that uh, West Australian, sorry, that finished <laughs> fourth. Good start. Oh, God. <laughs> Name the – I just went with uh, – Sorry, with, Ronnie. This is actually yeah, yeah. a radio show. Okay. I apologise. Question one. <laughs> Reset, Mickey. Come on, yeah. you can do it. Name the West Australian <laughs> that finished fourth in the men's 800-metre final. Peter Ball. Oh, well done, well done, Ronnie. We're away. How good bowl. was everyone having their spag bowl mm. on the night? Oh, Everyone, did you not see it? No, 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 no. Didn't see it. I love, I love he, his comment when he was watching his family cheering him on. He goes at one stage, he goes, "I think I could name everyone in that in that room." I think I know them all. <laughs> so I think I need not a bigger that. house. Anyway, there's question one, run and one, Ronnie. Question two. Okay, which athletic event is made up of ten different elements? It's we got to be the decathlon. Ronnie, work. And for absolutely no extra points, who won a bronze medal in that? Uh, was it Ash Maloney? Oh, it was, yeah. Work. He's on to it, Ronnie. And uh, Cedric Dubler, my favourite athlete, came last. But, geez, <laughs> he was I love super. Him. To me, he won. Important role, though. 
Yeah. You liked that, didn't you, Ronnie? I loved that, mate. That was super. Sportsmanship at its best. Mm, Mm. It was. It'll go down in history. Okay. Question three. I can't read my own handwriting today. Sorry, Ronnie. So that's all good. Okay. I need to type these things. With With a total of seven, which female, Australian female, has won the most medals at Tokyo? Ooh, I know this. I do know this is easy. Um, it is easy. Remember, what was the question again, Mick? Oh, I saw you buddy pointing at everything else apart from listening to my quiz. Okay, so the question is: with a total of seven, which Australian female has won the most medals at Tokyo? So you can refer to Brit or Xavier if you are in trouble. No, it's Emma McKeon. Yeah. Yeah, there's mm. two of them. I get them mixed up. There's McEwen. Yeah, that's McKeon. very confusing. McKeon. I agree. You know what? I would have taken either, Ronnie, because I get them mixed up as well. Yeah. So well done. She, she wins seven medals. Yeah. Seven. How can you have a McKeon and a McEwen in the same team? I know. It's a different cert- like, just it's very confusing for the spectators. Yeah, good Ronnie, seven. you are airborne. Two more questions before you have oh, $200 gosh. in your skyrocket. Paddy Mills, he was the Australian Boomers captain. They... Uh, Playoff today in the the bronze medal match. Good luck to the Boomers. Where did Paddy Mills sign during the week in the NBA? So he signed to a new Ooh. team. What team did he sign to? His coach, the coach was f- from the Americans at the same club. Is it the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> oh, well, you, you're wrong, but you've ended up right. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> So the coach, Pop, the American coach, and we're, we're going on a few different yeah. areas this morning. He's uh, the coach of the San Antonio Spurs, which used to be Paddy Mills' team, side. Yeah. Correct. Oh, so now he's gone right. to the Brooklyn Nets, and they have a fearsome side. They've got Ooh. Kevin Durant. They're looking good. So well under Paddy Mills, the Australian. Yeah, I saw them exchanging after the game. Yeah. Mm. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Good on you, Ronnie. A big cuddle. That was like me and Xavier Ellis after we used to play each other, get in there and cuddle. <laughs> hey, which, speaking of flag bearers, which famous Australian flag bearer joined us on the Dead Set Legends last week? Oh. So you've still got your lifeline? You still I'm, I'm going to have to use my lifeline. I'm going well, to I'm just waiting for a mate. The lovely Brit, if I can, please. Oh, you got so short-term so memory so loss. Honestly, short-term memory loss. So he basically <laughs> got out of his Zager. chair there as soon as he go. heard lovely. We had Gacy on the show. We did. Andrew Gaze. Oh, mate, Ronnie, 200 bucks in your front pocket. How's, how good's that for your Saturday morning? Bloody ripper, guys. Thank you very much. Well done, well mate. Done, What's on for the day? I Well, tomorrow's a big day. I'm hosting at the footy, so I'll take a quiet one today. Hosting and, at the uh, footy? What? Obviously a Fremantle man. Uh, well, I'm actually an Eagles man, but I've been asked to host the Fremantle game, which I'm none too happy about. Well, but it's never mind. <laughs> you in a box or something, Ron? Yeah, in a, in a little box, oh, yeah. Right, well, give us the details. We'll That's order in for a couple of studies yeah. after the game. <laughs> <laughs> you beauty, Ronnie, mate. Enjoy well your done, days. Ronnie. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.